thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon, starring your hosts, Mistresses Mia and Honey. Today, we have our friend Gemini, who plays in the dungeon with us, and we're going to hear some of her favorite stories. Most of her stories revolve around the parties that are thrown at, me, at Mia's Manor, and um, so there's no shortage of fun this woman knows how to have. And I look forward to hearing some of these stories, you guys. You should see my notes. My notes have really weird words on them, and I cannot wait to see what they mean. (laughs) (laughs) So, Gemini, why don't you tell us how you got started in this lifestyle? Um, I got started by meeting a gentleman online, and the catchphrase on his profile picture was, uh, not what you think I am. So obviously it, you know, uh, piqued my curiosity and um, got in touch with him and um, came to my first party at Mia's. It was actually my 50th birthday, which was (laughs) was very fun. Um, Picked out a stainless steel collar and a piece of chain that was probably about five (coughs) feet long. and came to my first party and met everybody and absolutely loved it. So your introduction to the lifestyle was a party at Mia's. Was a party at Mia's um, coming as a submissive. Amazing. And now I want to ask Mia, what did you see in, in Gemini that, you know, you, you wound up approaching her? <laughs> well, I like to meet everybody at the parties. However... Um, she really stuck in my mind because, you know, how tall are you? Five two? <laughs> She's little. She's little regardless. You know, I stand gigantor. I'm five foot eight. But at the same time, I saw her and I thought, my God, she's carrying this big fucking chain with this big steel collar around her neck. And I'm thinking, she did this shit for fucking eight hours. Yeah. And holy shit, she's the, the bomb ass <laughs> bitch. And I'm like... I've got to meet you. Uh-huh. And uh, James introduced me to her, to, to me as, um, <laughs> introduced her to me as his slave. And I was like, honey, this woman is the shit. Like, how could she just be a slave if, you know, she, there's more to her than this, right? Because <laughs> I was like, anybody who could have that chain around her neck the entire time, mm-hmm. yeah, she's going to be a dom for us. Like, and he's like, you think? And I'm like, She's going to be a fucking dom. <laughs> Toot my horn a little bit. Um, we were in the dungeon later that night doing a scene, and your sister was actually there. Oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> I was put up on the cross, and James, to this day, will tell you that I'm the only woman he's ever known that will not flinch at the end of a whip. No. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> that was that was my first introduction to uh, you know being in a scene and being in the dungeon and being at a party and and it, it was, was yeah it was not a light scene not to interrupt but yeah. it was not a light scene at all. So you were a pretty heavy bottom. Very yeah. Much so. Whew, I tell you, the heavy bottoms, guys. Heavy bottoms are 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 uh, people who are either submissive or dominance in the bottom role who can take a lot of impact and make it seem like it's nothing. I've seen it once or twice and I'm always shocked 
because it it doesn't look painful. But when the scene is over, you see welts, bruises, and blood. Yeah, you get the you get at the end of a whip, and there's there's no um, <laughs> there's no no denying the fact that that's that's definitely painful. Um, but when you get into a subspace mm-hmm. in your head, you know it's it's a whole other ball game. So. Oh, exactly. That, that kind of high is the reason everyone should try to bottom every once in a while. Well, and that was one of the things that, you know, was told to me at the very beginning was the best way to learn how to be a dominant is to be a submissive. Mm-hmm. And I took that role very seriously and then went into dominating and ran with it. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. At that point, then every every bit of pain you inflict on a submissive is a pain you felt yourself. So you know, right? And and that's where you know you learn your limits and stuff with dealing with people that you play with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, which can be always very interesting, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> to say the least. Nice. Now. I did say most of these stories were going to be party based, and that's even how you got into the lifestyle. So that's just awesome. Right. Uh, tell me about your play partner and this older man. What's that about? We did a scene um, with an older gentleman, and it was it was a lot of fun. Um, the the older gentleman had been in the lifestyle for years and when I mean I say years I mean decades okay (laughs) which was um cool to me because being fairly new and and meeting a play partner like that you know it kind of puts you on a pedestal when you hear yeah you did a great job um but so it was myself and another gentleman um and he ran around popping a whip the the partner that I had. So your play partner was riding a whip. And that was pretty much that and then sitting on a couch and flipping back and forth his flaccid dick. (laughs) I was exactly exactly (laughs) and you know I'm got the submissive on a spank bench and got him tied and making him look and you know and my partner's on the couch on the couch it it was it was very um it was one of his off days (laughs) off (laughs) one of his off days Um, to have somebody else involved. Mm-hmm. I had another scene that we did um, with another play partner. Mm-hmm. And um, the request for this scene was a kidnapping. Do you remember uh, that? Yes, I actually brought that up to Honey. <laughs> uh-huh. um, it was brief, though. We really didn't get into it. 
because I said of how funny it was. It was hilarious. Yeah, I swear. That's why I've been looking forward to this interview because she'll be like, oh, you'll meet Gemini and she's got all these hilarious stories. <laughs> this one, you know, it was a whole thought out. I had to go through a whole thought process of how am I going to accomplish this because it was the, um, the person who had requested the scene and my play partner was another female. Mm-hmm. And those two were in a legion of stealing confidential information, according to him. And, <laughs> the, you know, I had to drag it out of them, and I was going to kidnap them. And, yeah. So and, there's a role play, um, secret agent. Right. And I was the interrogator. The interrogator, okay. Yes. Yes, so, you know, I would blindfold him and, you know, make noises where I was smacking her and, no, no, don't hurt her, don't hurt her, I'll tell you what you want to know, and, yeah, that one was fun. This went on for three hours, and I was like, oh my gosh, it it was relentless, and so, in between, which was absolutely fucking hilarious, you know, he was blindfolded, so I would come in, and I'd be like, handing Jim and I a little sandwich and then Brie would come in feeding her candy and then we'd give her a drink and then we'd put the vape up to her mouth because she's cracking the whip. Yeah. And it was a whole <laughs> tied up on a on a turnbuckle and he was put on the spank bench and I mean it just you know, bondage wrapped up in ropes and acting like I was beating the hell out of her. It was it was very interesting. That one was fun. I just like keeping up a keeping up a role play scene for three hours. Like I've done the kidnapping and the three hour torture thing, but I've had breaks. You know, you're telling me that they had to like <laughs> you're sitting there cracking away for three hours being spoon fed and spoon vaped. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. You're you literally can't stop. Are you? That's how it worked. It did. Yeah. Really. I mean, it was um, a constant. You know, you're going to tell me what I need, and, you know, I'd grab him by the throat or yank his hair back or, you know, act like I'm beating the hell out of her, and, you know, it was, no, no, don't do that, I'll tell you what you want. Well, then tell me, where is it, this kind of thing, what kind of, where is this information at? Who is your contact? Exactly. How did you come about this? And when she was in her own personal play with her invisible audience, and it was so funny because every now and then I'd look on the camera, I'm like, God, is she still okay in there? Like, still tied up and interrogated. She had this big six foot long whip, and all I kept hearing was, I was like, Jesus. Come the fuck on. Like, he didn't get tired of it. It was relentless. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. a good bit of time that I, mean, I spent tying and tying and yeah. Oh my. <laughs> now, I have a note here that just says vegetable medley. What in the world Jesus. am I in for here, Gemini? What am I in for? <laughs> so, one of the most interesting placings that I have done and will always stay with me, and you have to um, understand that this person 
Um, probably could have been fisted with no issue. Ah. Okay. And... Now this person, male, female? Male. Male. So this male... Person. <laughs> person could have been fisted easily. Yeah. That's uh, how we're starting this story. Okay. Well, unbeknownst to me at the time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so comes in with a huge duffel bag full of toys and says, let's start with this one. Which, you know, if you know anything about dildos, two inches, three inches in diameter, that's pretty good size. Okay. So we start with that one. Okay, we're good. Um, I said, what are we doing next? And it goes over to the duffel bag and probably, okay, I got to stand up. Okay. Because I got to measure. Okay, she's measuring. She's standing. Um, this dildo from my waist uh -huh. to my knee. Hold on, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna take a picture for the website. Okay. Okay. From here, here. to there. Got no, it. No lie. Um, and probably, um, it was bigger than a soda can for sure. Oh my god. It was b much bigger. It was much bigger. It was. If anybody knows what like a Yeti cup is, how big a Yeti cup is? Oh yes, the that's tumblers. Yeah, that's about the diameter of this thing. So it's three and a half feet long oh. and probably five six inches in diameter. I had to oh. use two hands. Oh my goodness! I had to use two hands for this thing. That is it. So we get busy. It's like Shrek's cock. Now I think <laughs> I think at, for a second though you were actually using that triangle thing and I had remember I had the triangles. And it yeah, was like, that's what we started with. Yeah, okay. Was okay. that thing. Okay. That's a triangle thing. It's it, it's like an oversized butt plug. Yeah, but, okay. But, but it's still, it was a good 14 inches long. At least, yeah. And it started, you know, I would say small for what it ended up being. Yeah. But it wasn't small for any normal person. No, 14 inch butt plug? Or yeah. So? Well, you know, it had the triangles where it starts small. And it got and then huge. Oh, so, oh, like how the beads are. Exactly. Kind of, yeah. Exactly. Like that. Okay, gotcha. That's right, kind of right. how it was. I get it. So that's what we started with. Um, but... Okay. He pulled out this monster dildo out of his bag, and I was like, oh my god, I'm going to have to have help. <laughs> have to help me put this bitch on. And so, he <laughs> yeah, because it was like, what, the Hulk's dick, you know? <laughs> it was a monster, yeah. It really, it really was. Um, and... <laughs> was I was doing a reach down just to see you know how, how hard, hard he was, was and yeah. how nice his cock was yeah because he did have a, a nice dick he did have a nice dick you know and so Gemini didn't give me any warning because she didn't have any warning because he's literally pu <laughs> pushing it out and she's pushing it in as is and as soon as it's being pushed out 
the vegetable medley like comes down on my fucking arm. And I was like, what the fuck? God, it was it was beyond repulsive. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Good thing that he was on the same bench and his face down, because if he would have saw me a gag. Oh, it was so gross. She was gagging. I wanted to throw up. It was like, and no glove was covering my entire arm at this point. I was like, what the fuck? It was not a pretty sight. Oh, my God. Now, you know, I told him about a year later. I was like, you remember that day that we had to, like, clean up, and we were going to show you to embarrass you? He's like, was it bad? I'm like, it wasn't shit. It was loop sludge with fucking vegetable medley. <laughs> Corn, peas, and fucking carrots. Like, undigested. Yeah. It was beyond. It was like... Yeah. I've never oh. seen anything like it. It was so disgusting. Well, look, I told you oh, that's what he had for dinner the night before. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that he and he didn't fucking chew it. Chew it. <laughs> well, you know corn doesn't digest. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one was... Um, that that was definitely uh, uh that's just crazy that's Mm-mm. yeah it was definitely uh, a crazy one i think it's gonna be a little while before i can eat corn God. <laughs> yeah don't go there but he's a wonderful guy you yeah. know he's wonderful and he always comes in he's always dressed up cute little pink pink collar you know true cross-dresser he's a sweetheart and he wants to be very passable. He's got a very good-looking face. And that's the thing. Yeah. If you were to see him on the street... You'd never know. You'd never know. I and actually saw him at work one day. Jeez, see? That's what I'm saying. I and you look did. at him. He came into work, and I just kind of looked at him, and he kind of looked at me, and it was kind of like, <laughs> hey, you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking, I've had a big cock in your ass. <laughs> because you look at this guy, and he grows his hair long, and he's got yeah. this natural part, and he's kind of like a dirty blonde. But he's got this beautiful body, this nice tan, this nine-inch cock. I mean, he's just gorgeous. Yeah, but you put your hand into him up your elbow. Yes! (laughs) I mean, fisting for the Grand Canyon. It's crazy. (laughs) It's like, hello, hello, hello. Another case of the missing prostate. Exactly. Where did their prostates go? It's all like a broken record over here. Yeah. Jim and I could not feel this man's prostate either. There's no way. Because she could literally fit... But she could literally fit both of her arms in there very comfortably. It wouldn't have been a problem. It would not have been a problem at all. Yeah. (laughs) Now, there was a time where you allowed a submissive to put sounding rods in your urethra. Tell me about that. Yes, this. I said I said formal words. I don't know how to not say it. This, no, it's okay. I'm to put a hard piece of metal in my pussy. There you go. Okay, okay. But it didn't work out that way. This again was an older gentleman, um, and he enjoyed medical play. Mm-hmm. Great, you know. I, um. That was one of the things that was really cool that Mia mentored me on was how to use the sounding rods and use them properly and that kind of stuff. Um, but he also enjoyed giving medical play. Mm-hmm. And the dungeon isn't well lit. Let's preface it with that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's old. He's like eighty. You know. Yeah, he was definitely older, older gentleman, and 
you know, you have bottles of lubricant and, you know, bottles of cleaner and that kind of stuff. Yeah, our, the cleaner we have, guys, it's it's straight up isopropyl alcohol. It's, it's stuff you would pour all over your wounds. They're, yeah, to clean them. To clean them. Right. Well, he mistaken the um, lubricant for a bottle of hand sanitizer. And at first I was like, okay, wait a minute, that's not feeling very good right now. Okay, my shit is on fire. What the <laughs> fuck happened? So this guy thought he was putting lube on, for the, the, on the sounding rod, but instead he was actually putting hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer on this sounding oh. rod and area to make sure that everything was lubricated. Yes. No, everything was on fucking fire. There was no... <laughs> I went running out of the dungeon. <laughs> I had to find water right away. I mean, and he's like, oh my God, what happened? What's wrong? <laughs> Dude. That was hand sanitizer. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that was... Um, it seemed like every time I did a scene with him, something to that effect would happen, and I would end up injured. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. There was... Yeah. What was the other situation? And he, he didn't want anyone in there, and that was the thing. I was just like, well, let me come in and assist you, you know? Yeah. And I said, you know, I laid everything out accordingly, mm-hmm. and it's like, how do you mistaken, you know, hand sanitizer in a bottle... Versus lube in a tube, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it was just like, okay, he's old. I'm sorry, Gemini, I'm sorry. Yeah. But it's like, what the fuck? And she comes out, she's like, oh my God, oh my God, like, what do I do? What do I do? You know? And I was like, go take a shower. She's like, I don't know, I think I want to jump in the pool. And, and that's what I did. I ended up doing was jumping in the you pool. You jumped in the pool. Yeah. I mean, and mind you, this is like, this is August or you. September. And so it's cold, dude. So you you know this bitch is desperate to get this shit out of her vagina. Oh my god. Like, it was bad. It was really fucking bad. And it was always something with him. Yeah, I think he used Lysol wipes on you another time. It was something. Because I was like, what the fuck? We've got wipes? we got Lysol wipes. <laughs> like, come on, old man. Get this right. Oh my god. That... It's gotta be on purpose. He wants to hurt you. I don't think that's what it was. I just don't think the motherfucker could see. <laughs> He really, yeah. He and really, then, come I mean, to and find surgeries out. and surgeries. Yes, because oh. come to find out, he tells me later, oh, I'm getting cataract surgery. Oh, perfect. That would have been good what? to know. Right? That would have been really good to know. <laughs> I'm like, well, oh, that would explain it. Oh, my God. Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah, motherfucker. No workplace compensation for her. No. <laughs> We've had so many of those. We've talked about so much shit and piss. Well, really, literally shit. Because the oh. play partner that I had, and she was literally sitting over his face. Oh, I vaguely. I told her about the one where you brought the Tupperware. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but but by all means, tell the story. Yes. Because it's still a great one. <laughs> I mean, I brought mine in a cup. I'm like, I'm prepared for this. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go on command. Yeah. Now, I can pee on command. That's not a problem. Oh, yeah. That's that's not a problem at all. It's it's having to uh, time, be able to time your poop. 
Right. Yeah, it's it's a definite. And my play partner in this scene, that was the funniest shit ever, literally. Well, there was no shit because <laughs> she <laughs> yeah. she sat over his face and sat over his face and hands on her knees and like making faces kind of grunting and pushing <laughs> and leaning and I'm like, I did, and trying. She's like, I'm trying. And I'm like, okay, we'll just sit here <laughs> and wait. I'm like, I got mine in a cup over here. And Mia opened it up, and she was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's my daughter. I said, I can't look at it. I'm like, crop, country crock butter thing ever again the same way. I had Burger King the night before with any rings. And it oh, was oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All of our shit lovers would love to hear that. You know, oh, they love that shit. <laughs> and coffee that morning, it was good to go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep. Oh, the visuals. We had brought it in the warm car. In the warm car, too, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, so when it got opened rough. up, it was pleasant. That's rough. <laughs> it was oh, rough. Now, uh,. You were telling me before a little bit about uh, your first time choking someone. Oh, man. Well, not choking someone in general, because I love to choke somebody. (laughs) That's a thing. (laughs) Yes, that is definitely a kink. Um, I actually got a necklace that had little hands that came around. It was a choker that actually had little skeleton hands that would come around your neck to look like you were being choked yourself. But Mm -hmm. No, choking is... is, um, a definite art, I think. <laughs> um, you know, I learned the proper way to do it, you know, from Mia with, you know, pressure and females and males and that kind of stuff. But we were at a party and um, my original dom, as far as how I got into the way, um, knew that he pretty much kind of owed me for the first scene that we were ever in at the first party mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. And, uh, enough alcohol was involved and he gave me that opportunity to um, seek a little vengeance. <laughs> now she wasn't drinking because Jim and I oh, don't, no, no. don't drink. No. Uh-uh. But but he's very laxed but he was of clear mind yes. just so that everyone is aware she was not taking advantage of him. But he was a little shit for quite some time to yeah. her mm-hmm. because there was a lot of personal issues combined with the BDSM. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm going to get this bitch back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, he, he never, I think it was, it might have been more of a little bit of a jealousy kind of thing, because when I, when I learned from Mia, I learned, and I learned quick, and I enjoyed it, um, a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Too much. (laughs) Um, but, so, you know, I, I did the scene, and there was a gentleman that was watching, and um, when I stopped the scene and, you know, did my aftercare and that kind of stuff, he, he approached me and said, you know, would you mind doing me? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So um, I always use safe words, always, always. And so his safe word was Jag, and I put him on the cross. And apparently um, he'd been in the lifestyle and had been a submissive and so it kind of knew what his limits were and that kind of stuff and I'm like sweet that works because I can just go balls out and he's good to go you know mm-hmm. and um, so it he was on the cross and I mean I had been 
beating the tar out of him. I mean, floggers, and I love, I love to use my hand because I love to see that handprint. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had reached up and I had grabbed him by the throat, and I'd done it a couple times before that. Really, no major reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said he could take it. Okay. You know, all right, all right, we're down. So I reached up and I grabbed him and I held it. And he just kind of went limp for a second. Uh-huh. He and passed out. He passed out. He passed the fuck out. And that was. I was, I was like, oh, look what I did. Oh, my goodness. So he came back too and he was good to go. And, you know, um, Safe Word came and we stopped the scene and everything else. But that was one of the coolest adrenaline rushes. Just because, not because you literally have somebody's life in your hand, but because you have the capability mm-hmm. to do that, but you have enough trust from the submissive, oh, yeah. you know, to let you. Exactly. And, and so that's what gave me the goosebumps was, wow, you know, I choked it out. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it, man. Now, this next one kind of reads to me like a really really interesting television episode. I've got Miss D and Alana and Big Tammy and the Swing. <laughs> Yet again, a great fucking party. <laughs> a great fucking party. Yeah, it was. Um, and I guess to give a little history, Miss mm-hmm. Tammy um, is a bigger person um, who enjoyed cross-dressing and, you know, uh, being dominated. And Miss D is a dominant. And she had Miss Tammy in the sling. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the dungeon. You know, that's kind of my thing when we have the parties is to be in there and observe and laugh and, <laughs> and watch to make sure everything's going good. And, uh, they took down Miss Tammy's panties and Miss I'm gonna laugh, I'm sorry. Miss D looked between the legs of Miss Tammy and was like, What the fuck is that? And she looked at me and I looked and she looked back at Miss Tammy and I she said, Is that supposed to be a penis? Is that supposed to be a dick? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> So she called her submissive over, Miss Alana, and said, Alana, look at that. What do you think that is? And Alana, stone cold face, and, and like deer in the headlights kind of look, looks at Miss D, and looks back at Miss Tammy, looks at Miss D again and goes, that's a vagina. <laughs> balls were seen. No balls. No nothing. A little baby turtle head. (laughs) And everything else was folded over. Yes. (laughs) And uh, it just, the the interaction between Misty and Alana with that was was hilarious. They had, and 
Was Tammy a good sport, at least? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he loved it. Yeah. I mean, there's 30-plus people in the dungeon oh, watching yeah. it was this. Oh, I mean, it was they're loving this shit. I mean, you can imagine this probably 375-pound man dressed up as a woman, mm-hmm. you know, spread eagle in this leather swing, and, mm-hmm. you know, you've got three women over him just, like, looking... And looking at his non-penis but little vagina, you know, <laughs> how could you not laugh your ass off? People were loving it. Oh my he loved it. Now, um, tell me about you. T- uh, we have mentioned our friend Bree on numerous podcasts. <laughs> I love you. Brie. Have a story with Bree. We have several stories with several Brie. stories several with Bree. Um, yeah. Um, so <laughs> the whole. Preface with Bree is, is all known. and um, You can give your point of view. You can give your perspective as well. Absolutely. I mean, yes. I love Bree. I mean, she's a little bitch. <laughs> she's, she's a brat. That's what she is. Yes. She's a brat. Big brat. But um, I love her to death. But she was beyond fun to play with because, you know, it was whatever went. Mm-hmm. You know. Because um, Brie is the Brie is the type that doesn't really have hard limits. Not at all. No, Mm-mm. not at all. So this certain scene, we had a gag mask, and we had I had a scarf that I was using as well, um, and <laughs> had her on the box and was behind her with a dildo and and. Fucking the shit out of her. Just mm-hmm. fucking the shit. Pulling the scarf. <laughs> Pulling the scarf. And grabbing her by the waist. Yeah, and just. And she's wearing this little skirt with her ass exposed. Mm-hmm. And I told Jim and I, I said, "Don't be easy on her. Be rough. Be hardcore. Mm-hmm. She's been a bitch. She deserves punishment. Do whatever you want." So I'm sitting back watching this because I'm I'm just exhausted at this point because. <laughs> We've done everything. I was exhausted with her shit. Total. Mm-hmm. Total. Because she, she would be a bad sub, and then we'd have to deal with the, the just ramifications of how bad she was. Uh-huh. So here's Gemini standing over her, laughing as she's fucking her. <laughs> Which would be, yeah. And that's all I could see was. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, she's doing the dolphin. And you couldn't really hear anything because she had a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And it just made me laugh more. <laughs> there were uh, scenes where, you know, we'd just taken her out of the mask and she was flopped out on the floor. Mm-hmm. And um, Brie doesn't do women. Yeah. I put my pussy right in her fucking face. I didn't give two shits. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Lay down. You're going to do it. <laughs> You're going to lick my pussy. <laughs> no, she wouldn't do it, but I rubbed it all in her nose. <laughs> I was okay with that, too. Hey, there you go. <laughs> well, that's definitely a punishment. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, um, I have one more story on the list that I think our, our listeners really want to hear about. And that was the submissive woman. 
Yeah, that one was that one was cool for me. Um, yeah. That was a, a birthday present to herself. Um, was to come in and do a scene, and um, you know, it, it was. You, you have to change your whole mentality just about as dominant mm -hmm. when you're dealing with females, and and you know because. Well, what kind of changes? Like, what would you do for men that you had to alter? For this woman with men it's more direct mm -hmm. they they want them they're more um, visual they want the more instant gratification you know um, but with women we're so different because we're such emotional beings mm -hmm. you know so it was the taking the time the seduction part of it you know, the the caressing and then the punishment, you know what I mean? Um, the pain and then the pleasure with it. Yeah. It, it was, it was um, very different and, but really rewarding because it was, it was cool to me to see the different reactions that you get. Yeah. From, you know, a man who is just, uh, <laughs> to a woman who you can take in the body supple and it's, yes. you know, sensitive. And, and, you, and you just finely tune certain... Right. You don't, I mean, yeah, there's the handprint on the ass. And, yes. yeah, there's the handprints around the breasts where you just grab the shit out of the titties. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then there's the soft touch afterwards that men don't necessarily need. Yeah. You know, they, they don't give two shits about that. Yeah, working with women, I, I have one woman who I have seen a, a couple of times in the dungeon, and it's just, a, it's always such a fun, intimate experience. And that's, yeah, that's what makes it, I guess, different, is, is with men, you know, it can be very cut and dry. Mm -hmm. You know, this is this, I'm going to beat your ass, I'm, you know, going to choke you out, or I'm going to, you know, put nipple clamps on, or, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to tie your balls up, whatever. With women, it's it's a it's a totally different. Take your time. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't all have to be. Yeah, you start slow. You work your way up. And yep, and then the swing is soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Soaking wet. Yep. <laughs> so that was the def definite difference. There have been so many different times with different. Um, you know, scenes that we've done that, uh, you know, it's, it's instantaneous. You go in, you're going to tie somebody up, and you're going to beat the hell out of them, and, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Did you ever have a, did you ever have a sub come in who was, like, thought he could take advantage of you or anything? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that don't work. <laughs> that does not work at all. That does not work with me at all. Um, you know, touching or reaching out or with, you know, out any kind of permission or whatever. Mm -hmm. You're just going to get tied down. Yeah. That's all there is to it. If you can't mind your manners and be respectful and behave yourself, I can fix that. <laughs> with no problem. <laughs> I can make you mind. I, I can make you behave yourself. So, yeah. even if you have to put them in a straight jacket to do it. Oh my gosh. What? Did you talk about the guy with the balls? 
No. The guy with the balls. This sounds like a good story. Let's hear about the guy with the balls. I think I have pictures of this on Fat as well. Because he wanted pictures. Yes. I call him Big Ball Bill. Big Ball Bill. Let's hear all about Big Ball Bill. Go for it. That was was, was awesome. He was into (laughs) some serious CBT. Yes. And um, they... We tied them up with string, and do you know what the humbler is? I do not. You do not? The best way to describe (laughs) how it's shaped Uh in real small version is kind of like the yoke that goes over a yak's neck. Okay. That's the best way to kind of describe the shape of it. All right. Okay. Well, on each end of this, there are two wing nuts. Okay. There are two pieces of board that Mm -hmm. you pry apart, let loose the wing nuts, mm-hmm. and you grab the balls from behind, okay. pull them behind you, pull them behind them, and yeah. push this humbler over the balls, and then Ooh. tighten the wing nuts. Ooh. So the way that it's shaped, when they try to move, it goes yeah. up against the back of their legs. Yeah. So they can't pull. They uh, can't move. I love they are it. bent over with balls clamped down behind them. I have an extra I'll send home for yeah. you for yourself. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go for it. But uh, I took actually, <laughs> um, prior to the humbler, I had taken a hair pony. That was kind of scary. <laughs> a hair pony? I oh, took a hair tie. Oh, hair tie. A hair tie. Oh. That would be called On his pony. balls? On his balls. And On the big old balls? He's like, balls. I got a marker. I'm like, what do you mean you got a marker? He's like, draw a smiley face on it. <laughs> She sure did. She's like, Gemini was here. Smiley face. That is a baller move right there. It was. It was crazy. I mean, that... To be unattended, actually. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it was was fucking hilarious. I died because Mia's over here taking pictures of happy face balls. And they're the size of an orange. I mean, and that's that's like navel orange size. Oh my they're God. big. They're I big. Am. And he loves it. He's like, come on, take a picture of my dick. Take a picture of my balls. You yeah. know, it's like, Jesus, Lord. Yeah. I want it to be a Sharpie. I want, I'm hoping it was. That it was. Yes. Absolutely. It was on there for at least a week. Oh, yeah. She Sharpied it up. So we not only had pictures of him tied up in a hair tie, and a smiley face and a humbler. <laughs> that was some funny shit. That that was another really good scene that it we was. did. Oh my god, I enjoyed that one. <laughs> that is insane. Um, I think now we're gonna pivot to our second segment, Mia's personals. But today it's Honey's personals. I have a new friend in a lifestyle who is in Northwest Florida. Uh, their name is Jelly Donut. Jelly with an I, not a Y. Uh, he's, um, um, he, uh, 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 sorry, <laughs> he's female to males, submissive, seeking a female dom or a feminine male dom. Uh, Jelly Donut comes to a lot of local events, and Jelly's been without a dom for quite a while, wears a collar. And a key it has no key holder. If you're interested in interested in talking to or meeting Jelly Donut, please either message message him or me, Mistress Honey underscore on Fat Life. 
And as always, if you have any questions you would like answered on the podcast, feel free to email me, sweetmistresshoney at gmail.com with the title uh, podcast question. If you follow me on FetLife, you can DM me with a podcast question. Just make sure that you use the title podcast question. Otherwise, your message may go unread. And uh, thank you for joining us today and listening to our friend Gemini's amazing stories. We hope you have a kinky day.